What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward today with Monica Miller, author, content strategist, and writing coach. You can learn more about Monica at her website, monicawrites.com. How are you today, Monica? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much. How, how about you? How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. So excited to have you on the show. We connected through a mutual friend, Mary Fernandez, who I think the world of, and really, really excited because we're going to talk a lot about your background and how our listeners can really use the power of writing to move forward. So Monica, let's jump right in. I mean, I only gave a brief intro, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and a little of your background. Oh, right. So entrepreneurs, they hire me to turn them into convertible and profitable authors because I found that most are confusing or they're overwhelmed or they're just at a loss at what to do when they want to begin writing maybe their book or their blog. So I help them set up their authentic authority and strategize their message to increase their income. And it's all for the powerful use of content creation in book writing. And so bottom line, I take you from presence to profit. I love it. And Monica, I mean, how did you get started in this? I mean, is this is writing something you've done your entire life? How did you transition into that as your vocation? Wow, yeah, writing always has played a big part in my life. I was actually homeschooled growing Mm. up. And my mom actually gave me a curriculum that taught you how to write a book. And like a school year. Oh, wow. And I, yeah, of course, I love that. Yeah. And she always really helped me with the writing portion. She gave me more English and writing things to do rather than the math because that's uh, not an area that I'm great at. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote a whole bunch of books while I was a teenager that will probably never see the light of day because they had a lot of copyright issues. Okay. <laughs> but at but least you, know. you, were, you started early. So Monica, where did you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Byron, Georgia. It's in the middle, literally the middle of Georgia. Oh, wow. We call it, so I'm basically a southern peach, mm-hmm. actually. Because I grew up in Peach County. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. And so it sounds like your mother really instilled in you this love of writing. Now, what was her background? Did she Was she a writer as well? Oh, my goodness. No, my parents were very uncreative. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow gave birth to two creatives. My sister, she's a writer as well. Oh, that's great. And so me, who are really creative. And she, my mom is really good at the accountant and mm-hmm. being a you know, domestic engineer, a.k.a. mom, (laughs) you're taking care of the house, the finances. And so that was her area of greatness. And my dad, he worked on at the local base, being a contractor. So, um, you know, they're like I said, they were not very creative, but they gave both to two creative, you know, creative um, goes. So I thought that was kind of funny. That's awesome. And so you were writing as a teenager and it sounds like you were, you were always thinking of new things to write. So what happened after, after your teen years? I mean, as you were getting into college and I mean, Mm -hmm. just kind of walk us through what the next steps were in your journey. Yeah. So once I entered college, I went into, um, 
there was a degree called professional writing. So I went into that. And as you know, all you do is write papers and read textbooks. Mm -hmm. So that cured a lot of my own creativity. And I did not read another book or did not write for a long time. I actually published my book before going to college, my first book called The Cave Nemesis. I published that when I was about 19 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so that was before college cured my creativity. And yeah, I remember there was a time that I would not read, you know, I did not read, I didn't really write. I did, once I got married at the age of 22, my husband was stationed at Ramstein, Germany, um, Mm -hmm. the Ramstein Air Force Base. So, of course, I went from Georgia to Germany. Wow. And about almost... A year after we were there, I started to write for the newspaper on base. So now I guess I can be considered an international writer. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Since I did write in Germany for the base. And I wrote human interest articles. And that's when my interest and love for writing came came back because I love the interview process. I love putting the words together. And that's whenever I decided I want to start my own business. So when we got to Cheyenne, Wyoming, where I am currently located for our next base, I decided in 2014 to open up my own business. And it actually started out as a freelance writer. I wanted to write for people, but then I found that I only had my unique voice mm-hmm. and I didn't, it didn't always go with the person. And I decided, you know, I think I would rather coach than uh, yes. write for people. And so now I, I am getting back into writing for people, um, but I have a module in place where I want to outsource that eventually. Yeah, that's great. And Monica, I'm really excited. We'll get to we'll get to that pivot point. But I want to ask you, I mean, along your career journey, I mean, was there a time, and this is just part of the journey, especially when you become an entrepreneur, did you ever have a setback or failure? Did you ever have that moment where you feel like things just kind of completely fell apart? (laughs) I think as entrepreneurs, we have those moments like once a week. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the biggest times that really stood out to me was back in 2015. I was still a young entrepreneur. I haven't been in entrepreneurship for a year yet, but It was, you know, during that first phase of entrepreneurship, you're learning so much. And my husband and I were really struggling financially. And so he asked me to find a job Mm. and I did not want to work again. That was it almost felt like an abomination to me because I was just like, I don't want to write or I don't want to have a job. I want to focus on my business. But I know that. He was right. I had to go find a job. So before I did that, I put on a my first workshop, and I had 10 people there. It was a paid workshop, so people paid to come. And at the very end, I presented an offer, and when no one invested, I came home and cried oh, because wow. I had put so much effort and energy into not going back to work that I was just devastated. And I remember that night I was laying in bed crying and my poor husband just put his arms around me just to probably didn't know what else to do, but just comfort me. But even though I did have to, I did go out and find a job. 
it was just, I remember that moment was that moment of, can I really do this? Is this really worth it? And, um, you know, and I just knew I had to continue going on despite, you know, getting a job, just working part time. Cause I told my husband, I'm like, I'm only working part time. <laughs> right. Well, and that leads me perfectly to my next question. As you know, as a writer, I mean, every good story, every good journey, you know, you have that setback, you have that, that moment where you just feel like, Oh man, things are falling apart. But then the hero's journey, you find a way out of it. So I want to know from you, Monica, was there a moment where the light bulb went off when things started to click or align for you? And when was that moment? Wow. Um, it has been a process and a journey for, yeah. to, let's just say the least. So my uh, recently, I'll just tell you my recent aha moments because I feel like they have been big, profound moments. Just oh, I in love the those. Last, <laughs> those are the like, best kind, aren't they? It is. Like for the last probably like three months, I have been going, probably six months actually, I have been going after one aha moment to the next. Oh, that's great. Um so some of the aha moments I have had is whenever I f- finally figured out, oh, yeah, when you're creating a content strategy plan, you want to make sure it's in alignment with your marketing plan. Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to promote something, your content is saying that and your marketing is saying that. That was a huge aha moment. I don't even know. Then the next aha moment was just a few, like a couple of weeks ago, actually, I was – I really love content strategy. I love that, John. You have no idea, but I love book writing. Well, actually, for our listeners, I mean, define in your words, I mean, how do you define content strategy? Oh, right. So content strategy, in my words, is you have, of course, you have content. So what is that content saying and what job are you giving it to lead people into maybe a product or to lead them into a webinar, to lead them to some type of marketing um, activity so they could potentially turn into leads. Mm-hmm. So if you're putting on a webinar, you want to ensure that you have a launch strategy that all your blog posts, social media, newsletter, and any other piece of content you have is all leading people gradually into that webinar. So when you start promoting it, all your content has been in promotion really during the entire time. Even if you're not promoting your webinar yet. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I I think that's so important for our listeners. The value Mm -hmm. of creating content is giving that value to your ideal market, your ideal customers, and Mm -hmm. building that customer loyalty. And I absolutely love the way that you frame that, Monica. Thank you. Thank you. So what did that look like for you? You came to that realization, that big aha moment. So what changed or what motions did you put into place to, to really, really drive things forward? Yeah. So what I began doing is I found this 90 day marketing calendar Mm -hmm. that I actually had saved on my computer and I took that, printed it out and I began writing down my next 90 days. Okay. What does my marketing look like for the next 90 days? What are some things I want to accomplish in that 90 day period? And I will write that down, write down little steps so I could do easy, you know, one week at a time. And then I looked at my content and said, what content should I be producing to lead people into these marketing activities? Oh, that's and great. Even though it does change, I'm not going to lie. It, 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 my, I mean, my 90 days, I know my next 90 days is going to change. 
But to me, I'm still flexible and I know I'm still leading people into my marketing activities to generate leads and clients. Yeah. And I think moving forward, listeners, big aha, big takeaway. If you're putting content out there, make sure it aligns with your branding and your marketing. I absolutely love that. Well, Monica, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Sure, I am. (laughs) So excited because we're going to tweak this and we're going to direct it towards inspiring our listeners to move forward with writing. So let's start with this. There are so many people out there who would love to write a book, but never Mm -hmm. do. They talk themselves out of it. I want you to share with our listeners, do you have a mindset practice that can help our listeners who want to write a book do so and move forward? Yes. One of my mindset is telling people that out of 7 billion people in this, you know, on this globe, <laughs> you are the only one who can write your book. Oh, you are the only that. one who has your message. And I know that many people are saying, well, my message is so saturated. You can find so many books on it. But yet people are out there waiting for you to say it in your own unique way. Because not everyone resonates with different, you know, everyone resonates with different authors. And some people are just waiting for you to voice your message so they can resonate with you and have that big aha moment for themselves. Absolutely. I absolutely love it. Monica, share with our listeners, do you have a time management practice for a busy professional to carve out the time to write and finish their first book? Yeah. One of the strategies that I always teach my clients and I have, I have done, this is how I wrote two books in 90 days. Two is books I, in 90 days. <laughs> Actually, I want you to repeat that for our listeners. How many books did you write in 90 days? Okay. So just I wrote them separately in 90 days. Wow. But, I but still, that is huge. I mean, because most people, Monica, will, will think, oh, I'm going to write a book, but it's going to take me 10 years to do so. So I love the fact that you're sharing that it can be done. So back to it. So yeah, what what is the time management practice that you use? I just write. You're going to be blown away from this. So I wrote in my book between 10 to 15 minutes, two to three times a week. Wow. That's all I did. Wow. And and here's another little disclaimer. You know, another disclaimer is I did allow extra time if inspiration hit me. Yeah. So if I got on a roll and I wanted to write for 20 minutes, oh, I could do that. I will, you know, I will honor that inspiration. So there were days I wrote longer, but there was days where I couldn't wait to finish my 10 minutes. And I think 10 minutes is a great place because it's it's almost like a grace period if you don't feel like writing well you only have to write 10 minutes if you just become like oh i just love what i'm saying i'm being a genius then write for 30 minutes it doesn't have to be long i think a lot of people think that writing a book you have to sit down for hours on end and you don't i mean yeah you may want to write for an hour here and there but it doesn't have to be consistent or it doesn't have to be all the time you can just write 10 to 15 minutes maybe every day or every other day or two times a week or three times a week but just make sure you stay consistent i absolutely love it it's the consistency and it it just love the cumulative effect of just 10 to 15 minutes uh, per session that's awesome monica share if you have one do you have a favorite app website or productivity practice for writing that's been a real game changer for you I don't know if it has been um, anything that is a game changer for me, but I really have found Google Keep ah, to yes. be 
something that I love because if I come up with an idea for maybe a client or I come up with like a new blog post or something I want to put in my book, I know that I can have it, you know, if I have my tablet or my phone, it's going to, to sync to all my devices and I can come back to my computer, look at it and say, oh, okay, that's what I meant. It's, to me, that has been a game changer and just the ideas that I come into me and I make little notes so that way whenever I come back to my computer, there it is. Yeah, I love it. And something I, I actually want to follow up on that you mentioned earlier. So talk about the 90-day calendar. I mean, it sounds like that's been really helpful for you. How do you organize it? I mean, what is what has been the benefit for you for mapping out 90 days? For me, 90 days is it's, it's like a sweet spot for me. It's not too big because I tried to do a year and mm-hmm. that was just too yeah. freaky. And 90 days is just enough to be a little freaky but not too bad (laughs) and for me the 90 day calendar has really worked as far as okay what do i want to accomplish this you know this period um so for example i'm putting on webinars and i'm releasing a online course in june and so that has been okay so if i'm doing that then, of course, what should be my content and what should be my activities? How do I get people into the the webinar that would lead into the online course? How do I – what kind of marketing activities should I be doing? So I try to include that. And I have multiple activities I have going on. You know, as an entrepreneur, you have probably like one billion things going on at all times. But this really helps narrow it down and really helps me to see the big picture of what I want to accomplish in the in the last like 90 days. And I just created a quarterly report for myself oh, wow. to say, what's my, you know, it's just basically going over the quarter. What are some celebrations? What could be done better? What will my money goes? Did I make it? Right. And just celebrating the fact that. Hey, the quarter went, you, maybe you didn't meet some goals, but you learned some lessons. So let's, yeah, let's implement those lessons into the next quarter. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Monica, are you ready to do a little time travel? Sure. Well, we're going to go back a couple of years. Maybe let's go back to that uh, period in which you were really struggling, that period in which uh, you came back from that uh, presentation and you were in tears and your husband was telling you, maybe you need to go back and get a job. What piece of advice would you share with that past self of yours? I mean, is there something that you would like to pass on that you've learned today or recently that really would have benefited you back then? Yeah. One of my piece of advice I would totally give myself then is is the process. This whole entrepreneurial journey is just that, a journey. And journeys are processes. You have to go through processes to find where you truly are or who you truly are and what you're truly meant to become in this world. I think that's what I would have told myself is, Monica, trust the process. It's going to be okay. 
you are on a road to lead yourself to meet people who are going to know people that are going to become power partners or are going to help you along your journey. I'm seeing that because I, I have stuck to the path and I have developed and gr- grown since that time. I feel like I'm more at peace. I'm more I'm I'm okay that things could take time yeah. and I'm okay that there's a process and I had to get through one process to be ready to take on the next process because it's all layers, really, if you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what I would tell myself. And Well, here's the flip side. How do you think your past self would have responded to that advice? Oh, oh gosh. I don't even know. <laughs> I would probably would have I – mean, doing that – you know, while I was crying, I might have said a few choice words, but then afterwards, maybe just said, okay, maybe you're right, Monica, I will try to have patience and trust the process. Yeah. And I think another thing I would tell myself is to celebrate more. Mm, I think um, that's important, especially when you're yeah. in a down period where if you're going through a slump, I think it's even more important to celebrate uh, the, the the blessings and gifts that you have in your life. Exactly, because I don't remember celebrating the fact that I had 10 people at my first workshop. When I told people that, they were like, what, Monica, that's great. And I didn't think that because I guess in my mind, I thought that my first workshop should have had like 25 people and, Mm -hmm. you know, five people should have bought, you know, because I was in that frame of mind then. And now I'm realizing that that was a huge feat for me. Why didn't I celebrate that? Why didn't I congratulate myself that, hey, I did my first workshop and there was 10 people there. How great was that? And I'm, I'm learning now. I need to celebrate more, look at my achievements and really give them some attention. And that's another thing I would have told myself is give my achievements lots of attention yeah. and celebrate. I absolutely love that. I think really important moving forward listeners Two things that Monica shared, trusting in the process. I mean, I know we're all impatient. We want to get to the finish line today, but trust in your own growth and then the steps that it takes to get there. And secondly, celebrate. Even when you feel like you're not having a victory, there's always something that you can look at that was an accomplishment. Even if even if you didn't land a sale, having 10 people show up to a workshop, that is a huge accomplishment, Monica. Great, great advice and great reflection to share with your past self. Well, Monica, how can our listeners connect with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing? So you can go to my website, just as John said earlier, is www.monicawrites.com. And you can also schedule a free 45-minute complimentary call with me if you want to learn more about how you can write your book in 90 days or less. Or if you are already an author, then how can you begin promoting your online brand and presence with your book? I would love to talk to you about the possibility of what that could do for you and your business as an author or upcoming author. And you can schedule that free call with me at bit.ly forward slash Monica writes. Awesome. And we'll have all of that on the write up. So Monica, I'm going to have you close out the show using no more than three or four words. What parting wisdom would you like to pass on to moving forward listeners? Celebrate your wins. I love it. Celebrate your wins. Perfect way to close out the show. Monica, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your story and your knowledge bursts on writing so that our listeners can move forward. 
Thank you for having me, John. I had a blast. And remember, Moving Forward listeners, you can find all of this incredible information one more time at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. Start creating that content and always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.